more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. It is five minutes after five. The updated forecast for today, and this is for the uh, Sydney Harbour, Pitwater and Botany Bay enclosed waters. Northwesterly 10 to 15 knots, tending westerly 15 to 20 knots in the early afternoon, then decreasing to 10 to 15 knots in the evening. Seas below 0.5, partly a cloudy. The offshore forecast looks this way. Northwesterly 15 to 20 knots, tending westerly 15 to 25 in the early afternoon. Seas 1 to 1.5 metre, increasing to 1.5 to 2 metres uh, by early evening. Uh, southerly will be the swell at 0.5 of a metre and partly a cloudy. Tomorrow (laughs) a strong wind warning Timing is the key to comedy Mr Riki, timing is the key to comedy Well there was a gentleman here this morning who was sort of well and surely excited about the weather forecast for tomorrow but how Life changes within 60 minutes. Uh, it wasn't even that. Well, it actually was 60 minutes. You're 100% right. But that's what you face, isn't it? Mm. Laurie McAnally, good morning. Yes, good morning. How are we going, everybody? We're Beautiful going day. really good. Lovely sunny. Oh, it was going to be sunny. Yesterday was even, it was impeccable. It was outstanding yesterday. Yeah, flat sea. I came home, I came home from at sea yesterday, 4,200 all the way home. I just wound the Suzuki up and let her go. <laughs> So, no, loved it, loved it, loved it. So, what did you catch yesterday? Uh, I'd, I'd hate to Skype, Grant. I, just, I couldn't look. It's, it's, it was an embarrassment of riches. <laughs> My poor wife had to come over and help me clean and pack the fish yesterday. I don't normally do it. I normally just give the fish away. But I just said, uh, I, filled a bit, I filled an esky, yeah. So I had, um, wow. I had a couple of... I went out in the deep water. Now, hang on, just, and this is just for people... You don't want to sound like a smart aleck, or worse. Um, you know, I, I actually was just yesterday going out to put some marks in my plotter for the deep, out in the deep, so I thought I'll just go out to the fad and do what I did in the charter boat, and, you know, I've got four or five spots that I know the mark, you know, that I knew where to go. So that's all I did. I, I went out and I didn't have a mark in the plotter. I went and found the spots myself with uh, old landmarks and then um, put them in the plotter and then caught... I had a couple of cod, one big one about, uh, these are bar cod, they're worth a fortune. Um, I had about, uh, I had two of them, one one big one, one little one, and big, a big one, oh, not a big one, wasn't that big, it was about five kilo, and one about a kilo and a half, and then I had two pearl perch at, a, at four kilo each. Mm. I had two pearlies and four snapper, I had four snapper, two big ones, two little ones. And uh, then, yeah, pigfish, we had pigfish, leather jackets. We didn't, it wasn't a wee, I just went by myself. Uh, pigfish, leather jackets, whatever it was. But, the, yeah, the three quarters of, a, of a, a big ice box was full of fish, yeah. So pretty good. Not a bad day out. <laughs> so the week before, exactly what I said on the air last Sunday, I took Terry and I went last Sunday, and uh, we didn't get many marble flathead. We had one marble flathead. We, we, as I said on the air, we're going to go and get... Flathead first down the 35 metre drift. So we got, yeah, we got uh, 15 flathead in all, one marbled and the rest blue spots, but all nice fish, 700 gram, 800 gram fish, lovely table fish. Then we went out and got snapper, pearl perch, and, uh, and pig fish at uh, Rocks in Line. So no, we had a great time. We've, the fishing, well, first off, you must have the weather. Unfortunately, with fishing, you know, good weather helps a lot. And, uh, you know, having lovely calm weather and flat seas, you're going to catch more fish. That's uh, just how it is. So, and a uh, hell of a lot easier on the people on the boat. Yeah, but 
uh, just uh, it's easier on the boat, and it's well, I'm, I'm because I live here and I live beside. I, I live on the water. Uh, I, I just won't fish in rubbish. I just you know I'm just too old for that. I've spent you know 15 years as a commercial fisher and 10 years on a charter boat. I've been bashed around enough. Yeah. By the, by the elements to not get bashed around anymore. But I will say, the last, oh, I don't know, three months, four months has been beautiful. It's all since February, really. We've had plenty of good days. Yeah. And that just, that, that encourages you to put the boat in the water and go and have a fish. So, uh, but otherwise, look, yeah, so yesterday, yesterday was outstanding fishing. I'll, we'll have fish all this week, and then at the end of this week, I'll be on Fraser Island, so. So what's the address of uh, Laurie McAnally's fish market? No, 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 I'm not a commercial. I, I said to Julie when we were cleaning him yesterday, I tipped the box of fish out onto the onto the cleaning table. So there you go. If I was a commercial fisherman, there's about 600 bucks. Oh, why worry Why worry about a cleaning table? I got down to Rose Bay to put the uh, dinghy in the other day and all down the footpath, all all the way up and down the footpath. I, I, he must have caught the, the biggest fish you've ever seen in your life because he, he covered at least 17 metres. With all the scales that were on, on the yeah, I was so grateful to the guy. So anyway, yeah, so no, so that was all good. And on Tuesday, just to keep on the fishing theme, I fished Port Macquarie on Tuesday uh, with a mate of mine, and we got three huge brim on lures on, on lures on uh, on those uh, vibes. Yeah, we got three big brim and six flathead up to about two kilo. So that's just fishing in the river. Along the along the break wall, so no, that was pretty good too, and, and three mud crabs off his jetty. <laughs> Basically, you're just throwing in bits of rope and still catching fish. Well, bits of nets, yeah. <laughs> Scientifically designed netting. So I got three great big, beautiful big mud crabs. Yeah, that was so. That was dinner on Wednesday night. Was mud crab, and then I think I had uh, Thursday night. We had uh, big fish. And yeah, tonight we're having pearl perch. So oh, it's, look, look, we we live well. Yeah, we might not have much money, but we certainly live well. So, Kieran, I'll be up Malulabar on the ninth of July. Ninth of July, I'll be in Malulabar. Right. So if you're there, you're there. But next week, I'll be I'll be ringing in on the mobile phone. So okay. Five o'clock. So well, as soon as the phone rings after a couple of minutes past five, that'll be me. Cool. Hey. Cool as I'll keep an eye out. Sometimes it goes on Because <laughs> you guys go and take your toilet break. <laughs> Coffee, actually. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Same thing. So, so anyway, we. Uh, so that was good. And anyone who read yesterday's Daily Telegraph, you see all the sharks, all the great nurse sharks at, in the Camden Haven. They're wall to wall, and people are hand feeding them along the shoreline. They've turned them into pets. Oh. So. Well, Coffs Harbour was the same when they put the clean, when they had the cleaning table beside the um, boat ramp at Coffs Harbour, where all the offal was going into the thing. There was, the the greyner sharks were coming out on the rocks in the surge to grab the to grab the fish frames. There were that many of them. Yeah, I I saw um, on one of the sailing videos. I think it was somewhere up in Indonesia uh, where there's a cleaning table that's actually in the water, and mm. and people are just the, all the sharks are swimming around. No, no one ever gets bitten. All the That's sharks right. are swimming around, and they just hand off everything to the sharks that are sitting there, like literally by your feet. Yeah, well, I've been, I have had the pleasure of 30 stitches, and I don't intend to do it again. <laughs> and everyone says, did it hurt? The answer is no, because it's too quick. But when, you, when they finish with you in surgery, and you're lying in your bed and your arms in the hospital bed, and your, your 
arms all strapped up and elevated, and the and the, all the uh, all the painkillers wear off, then it hurts. Yeah, then you know. <laughs> the stitches pump. In boom, boom, uh, morphine. <laughs> so no, I, 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 anything to do with sharks, I take a pretty wide berth. I'm just, I've learned my lesson. I just stay away from them. Yeah. If you don't catch them and don't handle them, you don't get bitten by them. That, that's true. That's true. It is. Oh, no, it is. The little fellas, I'll, I'll still gaff a little one and fill it and skin it to eat. They're, they're, the ones you catch on the beach, where, where we lived in Sydney, where you live, Narrabeen Beach at night. Yeah. We used to catch heaps of those ones. I don't know, they'd be four kilo, five kilo, little black tip whalers and bronze whalers and stuff. Yeah. And we'd, we'd always, you know, fill it and skin them and take them home. They were very, very good eating, no bones. And, uh, <laughs> Even my wife will eat them, so, and she's a bit choosy, but she, and she's expensive, so, yeah, lobster, what's she like? She likes lobster, oysters, pearl perch, yeah, pigfish, mmm, coral trout. She's at the Prawns. top end. She always shops at the top end, that one. <laughs> anyway, you better do your break and we'll come back with a proper fishing report. Shall do. Okay. Interest rates have increased by another 0.25%. Let's focus on the number one. One is powerful. One act of kindness can produce a flood of joyful tears. And one dollar means two meals for someone doing it tough. Donate at foodbank.org.au One dollar donated is two meals created. Donate at foodbank.org.au Sustained performance in league is more than just one great game. It's about playing consistently game after game, season after season. Host Plus has delivered strong performance over the long term with top returns over 20 years. A top performing super fund over the long term, that's a plus. Issued by Host Plus PTY Limited. Super ratings SR50 balance index January 2023. General advice only. Consider the relevant Host Plus PDS and T&D at hostplus.com.au. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance. Search compare Host Plus today. Something wonderful happens when you visit Mildura. The city vibe continues, but moments away. Fresh produce is endless, the embers are hotter, and the night skies seem longer. Nature sings, kangaroos graze, and the sun glistens magically on the river. Photos captured and stories told are shared amongst family and friends. So, when you're ready, start your journey with us. Visit mildura.com.au It's never been more important to buy Australian than right now. Our local manufacturers and growers produce world-class products known for their quality, safety and reliability. All while generating local jobs, supporting our communities and helping Australian families now and into the future. So look for the trusted green and gold kangaroo logo. Buy Australian now. Visit australianmade.com.au If building a new home is on your radar, you should think about doing it the Powell Kit Homes way. For your peace of mind, Powell Steel Frame Homes are six-star energy efficient and can be upgraded to C2 Cyclone and Bushfire Flame Zone ratings. To find out how you can build your own home the Powell Kit Homes way, you go to Powell, that's P-A-A-L, kithomes.com.au, or you can phone Powell on 1-800-024-912. Got it? 1-800-024-912. With a few simple clicks on the Finance Easy website, you can borrow a serious amount of money without even leaving home. They make finance easy, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Applying couldn't be easier. 
Just visit the Finance Easy website, provide a few details and they'll take care of the rest. Go to financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian Credit Licence Number 392182. 2SM has Sydney talking. talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. It is 18 minutes after 5 on this Sunday morning. If you're thinking of heading out today, I hope you enjoy it. If you're looking for a place to go, there's a man who can tell you what to do. Laurie McAnally's still with us online. No, no, if you want someone to tell you where to go, you have to ask my wife. <laughs> or Kieran. will tell you she's an expert at telling people where to go. <laughs> <laughs> You're digging a big hole for yourself today. No, 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 everybody, it's not, no, it's not a secret. Anyone, Julie and I have been around the fishing scene for mm, 50 years. Yeah. And yeah, anyone, if you cross, if, if, if Julie's not happy with you, you will know about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's very good. Mm. There's a sly grin on Kieran's face. No, at the Kieran's moment. been on the air. Well, I don't think Kieran has. Polly nope. Speak one morning rang up at 7 30 or something, got her out of bed, and he's never forgotten that phone call. <laughs> <laughs> still I have never that made that mistake. <laughs> he's still wife. <laughs> I said, well, don't ring up at half past seven in the morning. He said, oh, I wanted to talk to you. I said, the same answer still applies. <laughs> anyway, fishing, fishing, fishing. Obviously, offshore fishing, pretty good. Um, so I spoke to some of the other young fellows that fished up north yesterday. They got some very nice tusk fish, Venus tusk fish, up to three kilo. They didn't have the same as me, actually. Not huge numbers, but real quality fish. You know, they had you know, three kilo tuskies and a couple of reddies the same sort of size and a couple of bits and pieces. So the the, the bottom fishing's pretty good. Best area's been through the 55-metre mark, either side of that. You cannot go wrong. Just start well north of town. The, 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 I kept telling people that when all the floods happened the last three years, all those reefs that are sort of south, below middle head, they're all covered in silt. They'll take a year or two before all that vanishes or works its way off. And the, and the normal reef growth returns. So at the moment, you'll get flathead around it, but you won't get uh, the, the normal reef fish that you'd find there are, are not there. So once you're north of Middlehead, you'll do quite well. There's plenty of there's plenty of good fish. There were a few trags with the moon, so uh, that would be the where I'd be looking at the moment. Obviously, out on the calm days, out in the deep water, where I was yesterday, I only started. I started about a, a kilometre, or about, uh, maybe a nautical mile, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> but I could see all the boats at the fad, so I wasn't that far away. I was just north of the fad, and I just worked my way north, picking up bits and pieces of bottom, and wherever there was a show, I dropped a bait in it and caught fish. So there's, there's obviously plenty of fish out along the 100-metre line as well. So, um, rocks in line continues to fire. There's a few kingies at Fish Rock, if you can get them past the sharks. Uh, there's just the shark situation there, just out of control. Uh, and Black Rock has got some very nice uh, snapper as well. And as I said, plenty of plenty of good flathead just drifting down the 35 metre uh, contour, and you'll uh, a good mix of fish. But yeah, they're, they're just, just like all your reports are saying, these are good fish. These aren't little wriggly flathead. These are, as I said, 700, 800 gram fish. And we had a couple of fish, probably 1.2 last week. Beautiful fillers. Everyone will tell you there's nothing better than a you know a really nicely battered piece of flathead. 
and uh, flathead chips and salad. You're pretty hard on that's a, you know, that's the quintessential Australia, East Coast Australian meal, I reckon. Yeah. So uh, so that's good. Uh, as I said, I fished Port Macquarie, the river on Tuesday. Plenty of fish there, and size again, really good size fish. Uh, we had, as I said, three brim and half a dozen flatties, and three mud crabs out of the canal where he lives. Uh, so that was all all pretty good. And a feed of we had a feed of oysters as well. It truly had a feed of oysters as well. <laughs> um, like I said, she's not cheap. Uh, what else did we catch down there? Not much. Oh, the offshore, they're catching the same as us, pretty much. I spoke to some of the boys. The one thing I didn't mention offshore, there's yellowfin. Now, the guys who fish the mountain for uh, blue eye, now, for those who don't know, the mountain is 19 nautical miles. That's 38 kilometres, 37 kilometres, straight off Hat Head. There's a uh, undersea mountain where they catch blue eye, bass groper, uh, lots of gemfish, all sorts of ooglies, Alphonsin, all sorts of good things. Uh, they had yeah, the guys fishing out there on the bottom through the week had yellowfin chasing sourries all around the boat. So uh, that would be a good pick if you want to if you want to go for a troll. You're bound to catch a striped marlin. There's plenty of them around. So put the put the yellowfin lures out and go and have a poke around the mountain. You'll probably find a few fin, or go out with some slimies and drift in a live bait and burley. Although I don't know that anybody does that anymore. I think they all seem to catch them on lures. Uh, what else did we get in the river? The river's still good for flatties. Um, same story. I would love to know the science. Someone said, I would love to know the science behind the flathead. I've fished here since I was uh, 18, so 50 years I've, I've fished this river, and I just, um, this is probably the you know one of the better runs of you know, flathead I've ever seen. Of. Well, they're, they're still here. They should, you know, wintertime they shut down, but there's plenty of them. Well, Laurie, Ross, was, Ross has got a theory. Uh, Ross O'Brien's got a theory, and, and it makes a bit of sense. But whether it, 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 you know, he's only guessing, yeah. but he feels that um, that that particularly down there, the snapper and, and and other species have stayed pretty much on the coast and and not sort of ventured up into the estuaries. And, and he feels that you know, in, in the bays and the estuaries, that's giving uh, the flathead a little bit more time um, to to grow big without having you know too much competition. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's there's a lot less. At sea, the reason we're getting, I think, so many blue spot flathead, they've made their quoted now, so there's a lot less commercial pressure on the blue spot flathead. So that that one I can understand, but the estuary for the fish, our our estuary here is, has got as many fishermen on it probably as it ever had. And we, uh, if you compare the Hastings River and Port Macquarie, yeah. it has no commercial effort. It's a recreational fishing haven, and here we we have probably a dozen fishermen working the uh, netting the river. They're about the same. There's not that much difference. Uh, probably a, a few slightly bigger ones at uh, Port Macquarie, but no, no discernible difference. I can catch about the same number there as here, but it's just it's just been a lot. And it's not just that. It's July. You know, it's June, July. It was June, and uh, it'll be July soon enough. And uh, I, I just can't get over the fact that I can just go out. I'm, I'm talking about right outside my back door here at Jerseyville. I can put the boat in across the at the boat ramp. Go 200 metres and catch like I did last night. I catch. I caught what probably seven or eight legal flathead, two good ones, and took took the two good ones home and gave them to the pensioners. You know, to, to go, get on the punt with my wife. So no, quite good. How, speaking of punting, how'd they go yesterday? Two out of three winners. Yep. God, he's red hot, isn't he? That's three weekends in a row. Four, four, four. Bloody hell! There you go. And I always remember that winger that rang up and said, "Oh, they only tips." Short price winners. And I thought, well, 
I'd much rather have a short price winner than a long price loser. Absolutely. <laughs> you have to tip what you think's going to win. Anyway, we're going to a lunch today, so we're, we're up at the V Wall Tavern. We're going to Nambucca for lunch for Julie's birthday. So, all right, I'll leave you go. Nambucca heads. You Nambucca, enjoy. Oh, Nambucca's nice. Uh, yeah, we'll, the oysters will be good. Oysters or scallops or something. Yeah. Yep. She'll test the Visa card. Whatever's the top of the menu, she'll be right. She's not cheap. Oh, she's not cheap, no, but if you <laughs> ring early, she's very rude. <laughs> Get on you, Laurie. Have a good I'll one. See you later. <laughs> Laurie McAnally with a fish report, and as always, a darn good laugh as well, Kieran. <laughs> He's a diamond in the rough, isn't he? A quick break, and we'll come back and catch up with PJ. State of Origin, the rivalry without rival. Adds another chapter in 2023. Munster into the backfield. The Hammer scores the try. Can Queensland steal the series? Or will New South Wales turn the tide in Brisbane? Comes down. They've got a shift. Lui shifts down the front scores. The battle for state supremacy resumes Wednesday, June 21. Join Origin Live for all the game to action at Suncorp Stadium from 7pm. You don't want to miss Flight Centre's spiciest Asia sale yet with great savings for Japan, Thailand, Bali and beyond. Save up to $1,000 on Thailand, 40% off the Maldives, 20% off Hong Kong, $1,414 bonus value on Bali and up to $865 off Singapore. Don't miss out. These terrific deals won't last long, so book now. With over 90 stores in New South Wales, find your local travel expert and book today. Flight Centre. Have you uh, renewed our business insurance? Actually, (laughs) of course he hasn't. He hates paperwork. And you are? The Grim Renewer. Putting the ew into renewing insurance. Complicated quotes. Jargon. Time to... Yeah, no, I've done it. Wait, what? I went online to bizcover.com.au, compared multiple policies, and got my business insurance pack in minutes. No dramas? Not with BizCover. Uh, oh, sorry about your wall. All good. We're insured. G'day, it's old rivals Ben Hennett and Josh Morris. At Coates, you can hire whatever you want for the job, like a floor grinder. Or a floor stripper, eh? Or a road saw. <laughs> or an excavator. Or even a power drill. <laughs> what is that? Okay, Josh, you won this round. Hire any equipment for any job. Visit your nearest Coats or Bunnings Warehouse. Coats, equipped for anything. For over 40 years, Kubota have worked the Australian landscape and faced its challenges. From first light to sunset, our agriculture and construction range works with power and versatility that you can rely on. From our mid-size to professional tractors, dependable mowers, zero tail swing or conventional excavators and more. Kubota is building and shaping the future. Visit kubota.com.au or head to your nearest dealer to learn more. Say hello to Motorola Edge 30 Ultra. Hello, Moto. Capture your sharpest, most beautifully detailed photos in any light with a 200-megapixel camera system, the industry's highest resolution. Experience the fastest, most powerful Snapdragon processor. And fuel up in minutes with the fastest turbo power charging ever. Stunning, endless Edge design and breathtaking views on a totally immersive 6.67-inch display. Find your Edge with Motorola Edge 30 Ultra. Hello, Moto. This is 2SM Sydney. 
more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. 29 minutes after five here on High Tide. Grant Boyden and Kieran Riki in the studio with you. Alan Blake on hiatus. He was out enjoying the very final night of Avid. It's finished. Last night. Last yep. night. Yep. All done. Sent a few photos to make us all jealous. Sitting there in Darling Harbour. His grandkids would have had a great time. Absolutely. Everyone would have had a great time. Mm. I know somebody who has had a great time when he goes out fishing, and cooking for that matter. PJ, good morning. Morning. How are you? I'm pretty good. Yourself? Well, you're not too bad. You've got a morning off to this morning, haven't you? Yeah, I'd rather I didn't, but yeah, we're um, having a, a, a farewell ceremony, um, scattering of ashes today. Oh, okay, okay. So, Friend Les Davies, he passed away in April. So the family's done the um, the private cremation, and we're going up to uh, fulfil his last wishes of scattering him at sea. So. Oh, well, that's a, that's a nice tribute. Yeah, yeah, it's what he would have loved. So and condolences. Thanks, mate. Yeah. Now so he's uh, going to be sadly missed in the fishing community. Now, so. Yeah. Now you you were out during the week. How did things go? Well, as I mentioned yesterday. Um, didn't really matter what we tried our hand at. We just caught fish, much like listening to Laurie this morning. And um, I knew Laurie was out fishing when I come across the bridge to Jerseyville to do my delivery in town. Um, boat was gone. I'd finished doing the delivery, and then I come back. The boat was there, so I gave him a couple of toots on the horn and got away from him and Julie. So um, that's the problem when you live close to a high bridge. You go over the bridge and see if he's home or not. Just don't um, do it at seven thirty in the morning, apparently. Yeah, no, 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 you don't ring up um, before eight thirty, nine o'clock. I've done it once. <laughs> Live to regret it? Hey? Live to regret it? Yeah, no, Laurie answered the phone, he said, you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, Matt, you just can't put a foot wrong fish-wise up here at the moment, as I mentioned yesterday. It's... um. Um, you know, further to yesterday's report, Bevan Cross and his son were fishing up near Crowdy at uh, Abbey's Creek on the beach, um, and it was just a brim and tailor fest for them, um, which is much the same as the reports I'm getting anywhere anywhere north of Crowdy, along the beach up to Diamond Head and further north. Um, there's tailor in most of the gutters. And uh, in the in the prime wash areas is the home of the big tailor. Now, there's there's a thing with tailor. The biggest tailor will occupy the prime water because they'll smash the others out of existence to get it. So the white water near the rocks, and it's, if the rocks have got kelp beds and everything like that, that's where the bait harbour. And if there's white water there, they'll hold under the white water, and the big tailor know that they'll go and occupy those holes. Yeah, or those those white water. So. When, when, you, when you're looking for tailor, you want really good cover of white water next to rocks or next to a gutter, where the white water pools in the in the gutter and the um, water tends to funnel out between the break. That's the spots you want to fish because that's the that's the highway for the food. They they use the white bait for shelter because it doesn't reflect their their, their school moving off the surface of the water because that's like a mirror. That they'll hide under what water moves, and then they'll go out to sea for the for the um, the rips, for one of a better word. That's you know where the water movement goes back out to sea. Yeah, and um, that's what I do. So 
you want to find those prime areas to find your bigger tailor. And don't be afraid to go up in size. Like, nobody uses them anymore. But before pilchards, we used to have to use garfish. Now, garfish are 10 to 12 inches long. Um, pilchards are, you know, 4 to 6 inches long. Yeah. People will use pillies. Um, as soon as I put a, a, a garfish on, I feel confident because I know I'm going to get a really good tailor. Because, you know, big bait, big fish. Yeah. You know, you that maxim. But even tailor half its size will have it. <laughs> yeah. Garfish, it's just a really nice bait. So, you know, like larger lures, um, like stick baits and things like that that cast a long way um, are really good. One thing about tailor fishing is that if you use really big um, metal slices, sometimes you can put the fish down because that uh, big heavy lure hitting the surface makes a big noise. It's like a cannon shot going off to them when it hits the surface. Yeah. So on the calmer days, it can make the fish a bit shy. So you want to use, that's where you want to go to your soft plastics or your, your, your wooden lures like your rapalas and things like that. Um the, the drawback is you're not going to cast as far with the, the, the lighter lures. Yeah. Um, one of the other tricks, too, was we, in the comps, we used to fish, we used to use a lure to catch tailor schools and then slowly bring your first tailor in and the school will follow him in and then you bring him into the casting distance of the juniors and you start using pillies or, or, or garfish then and that helps burly up and keep them in the area. Yeah. So if you've got kids with you, cast out, slowly wind in, the hooked fish, and you should put your kids within casting distance of that. So bring the um, fish to you. Yeah, yeah, and it's like when we used to fish for trag in the old day, like when trag were really, really thick, um, you know, some of the grounds we used to fish for them were 110, 130 feet deep. We used to hook them and then slowly bring the, the first hooked fish up, and the school will follow him. The kingies are the same. And if you bring that up slowly, instead of fishing down at 130 feet, you're fishing 20 feet below the boat. You just drop your boat back down there and they'll be hanging around. A bit of burly keeps them going. Yeah. So nowadays, if the bag limit of five track, well, you don't really worry about it because, you know, like you, you, you drop them down, you pull them two at a time up on a pattern off the rig, um, and you, you're done. You know, two or three successive drops and you're out on your bag anyway. So yeah. um, that's how we used to do that. But... Um, as with all fishing, um, you know, if you understand what you're chasing and understanding what their, their their habits are like, you'll soon start to find that you're doing a lot better now. Um, kingies are curious. When we used to um, snorkel a lot for crayfish, you'd find the kingies swimming around the bombies and all that. And they'd zoom around you. And I pulled my knife out one day and just went tap, tap, tap on the, on the rocks. And this king had done a complete year bolt and came right back and stared me in the face. And when I went tap, tap, tap on the rock again, he's gone up there and he's nudged the edge of the knife to see what it was. Oh, you're kidding. No, no. And, and so they're really curious. And, you know, like if I had a, it, I could have bloody grabbed him if I had a gaff, you know, just hooked him up. Straight in, yeah. There you go. He, he's this four kilo kingy doing around. And um, the other thing we used to notice too, like, when, when we used to grab a few abs for a feed and as well, like when you, when you pry the ab off the rock, you'd make a bit of stirring around the settlement. You'd find an urchin or something, you'd crack it open and the snapper would come right up and eat out of your hand. And if you snorkeled along and you'd look behind you, you'd see the snapper following you like a puppy. 
So curious fish can be drawn in to you. Yeah. And all it takes is a bit of burley. Or in the case of the kingfish, um, sometimes when we... um, when we're using um, uh, crash lines or uh, lead lines, we put a flasher in, which is just a big lure like a raider with the hooks off. And that's about two metres in front of the boat. And as that's trolling along beyond the boat, that casts um, the, the reflections down like a strobe. Yeah. And that gets your attention. And then they come up to see what it is. And then all of a sudden I see your squid or your live bait going along behind it and they, they grab it. So lumo beads are another thing that draw the attention. Down deep, you've got lumo beads on or silume sticks or deep drop lights. You drop them down to the bottom and the fish see the light and they go to that and then their sense of smell comes over and then they go up and their vision sees, oh, here we go, look, here's a nice bit of squid. So you see what I'm saying? The yeah. fish are curious. Yeah. You know, like it's not... In the old days, they used to say, you know, like, don't shine the torch in the water and all that sort of stuff. But then you'd go and fish areas where the light shines into the water for your squid and, and your jewfish. Yeah. Like road bridges, a chock-a-block full of um, lights shining into the water. But you get a lot of boat fish around there, the lights, hence the jewfish hang around them. Yeah. So... Um, anything you can do to your line or, you know, where you're fishing burly up. But like, these people have these coloured lights um, in their bungs now. And they use those fishing for for squid out of their boats. Yeah. But they also attract garfish and mullet. I didn't know so that. Fish. I've seen yeah, them using they, it for they squid. They garfish and mullet. Okay. And at night, when, when we used to fish for blue eye, we used to drop our gear out about four in the morning and give it a couple of hours soak before pulling on first light. Where the perimeter of the light was, the work lights were in the water, the flying fish would hang around. Yeah. So if you have a look um, at the footage of the um, Japanese and Taiwanese squid boats that use the automatic um, squid jig reels, you'll see they always hang lights over the side of the boat. Yeah. To attract the squid. To bring them up. Now, does it attract the squid or does it attract the bait fish that the squid are feeding on? Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> what you're after. The end result's the end problem. result. Yeah. And that's the same as burling. You know, burling. I see people make huge mistakes with burling big chunks. And I think I've said it before. What you want to do is serve them up something that just puts that scent in the water, gives them a little bit to eat that it's not enough to fill them up. So it's a bit like having your, your hors d'oeuvres before your main meal. Yeah. So what what, what, would, what technique would you recommend? Well, I always make my burley the finest I can. Yeah. All right, so if I'm fishing for snapper and I've got a burley try going for snapper and I've got old pilly there, I'll cut a pilly up into about 12 or 15 pieces, you know. I'll basically mash it. Yeah. And that way he goes around going bit, bit, bit. And then he goes, oh, he's a fill of the slimy. That's more to my liking. I was fishing for brim. And we used to have boiled wheat or chicken pellets. The good thing about chicken pellets, when they're wet, they dissolve. And yeah. they just come into granules. Uh, it's, it's just like um, your granules of sand. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that, with your tuna oil, or like I said, when I get my prawn heads and shells and I, I grind them up into the paste, 
you mix that through the chicken pellets and you've got a prawn and chicken pellet smell, which is... It, that, I've been slaying the drummer using that technique because it gets in the wash and it just permeates the wash area and puts a scent and it gets the fish's act, activity really, really hyped up because they can smell this and they're on the hunt. And all of a sudden I see this nice bit of king prawn drifting down in front of them. <laughs> yeah, beauty. Uh, dinner, you know? I'll grab that before the guy next to me does and all yeah. of a sudden they're hooked. Yeah, well, the tr- the truth of the of matter there, Pete, eh? We don't Sorry. want to fill him up full of food. We want to catch him. Yeah. That's yeah, why you chop yeah. it up fine. Yeah, it's a bit like, you know, like when Ronnie Bella put those sausage rolls in front of you. Yeah. You know, you can't stop at one, eh? No. Speaking of which... They're out, and they're out <laughs> I got them on the desk. <laughs> yeah, I missed those. Please, good. Come down, PJ. There's a stack there, apparently. I haven't seen... Haven't seen height nor hair of them yet. Later, yeah. So, um, but the, the the issues where people have mistakes, they've made mistakes with burley is if the water's running too hard, well then it's actually taking the fish away. Yeah, because you're going to follow your burley. So if you're in deep water and there's a big current, you've got to use a burley bomb then rather than let it just drift down. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, and if you're using bread. You got to make sure it's wet enough and small clumps, because in shallow areas over sand flats, you're fishing for brim and mullet. And you're using anything that floats. The birds will come down and get it, and their shadow over the sand scares the fish off. Yeah. So we used to put everything through Mum's food processor, <laughs> kids, and use breadcrumbs. Yeah, that, that's that, that was. I was going to ask whether you, you know you, you used a, a processor or something like that when you were talking about chopping up your your, your pilchard and mashing that up. Yeah, well, no, no, I'll do that in the boat. But I've just got a, you know, like a meat cleaver, which I can slice and dice and do everything like that. Yeah, I don't suppose... And mash it down. You, and that you, way, when, when you, you just tiny little particles are just drifting down in the burley trail... Yeah. Well, then, there you go, you know, like, they, they, they get excited on that, and all of a sudden they're eating, um, they're eating a nice fill of the slime or, or mac tuna or something like that. And I suppose and, um, grabbing the uh, blender out of the cupboard at home and then whacking a whole heap of pilchards in it could be dangerous for your health. No, nah, well, the old meat grinders, you know, the yes. hand meat grinders, that's what you'd use. That, that's what I... As you're clever, you take the handle off and you put a pulley on it and you connect it up to a washing machine motor and that's where you, where you go. Giddy up. Yeah, and you can have frozen burley blocks in. And nice and portable to put on your boat too. No, no, you do all that stuff at home. Put them oh, no, them take on. it out. Take it out. Well, you do that and let us know how Bluebird goes. Just, all right? <laughs> but you just, I think you'll have to get the weight balance right. <laughs> Whatever I can, Anything I can catch as a bonus. A, a seagull's fine. <laughs> no, you don't want to catch them. They don't eat too good. No, no. And, and not, not fun for them either. Well, yeah, well, that's what you get for stealing your chips. <laughs> anyway. they, do, they do love a chip. Yeah, well, anyway, look, I'll get going. No worries. Good luck today. I hope things go as well as can be expected. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. All right, guys, have a great day, and uh, I'll talk to you next week. Look forward See to you, it. Pete. Peter Johnson there on High Tide. Yeah, some good tips there too, Kieran. I do good tips, eh? you need to take that on board. Yeah. The thing is, you're not there to feed them, you're just there to entice them. Entice them, and that was good a good explanation on, on how to do the same. We'll take a break and be back with more in a moment. State of Origin, the rivalry without rival. 
adds another chapter in 2023. Munster into the backfield! Can Queensland steal the series, or will New South Wales turn the tide in Brisbane? Comes down, they've got a shift. Luoy shifts out the front, scores. The battle for state supremacy resumes Wednesday, June 21. Join Origin Live for all the game to action at Suncorp Stadium from 7 p.m. You don't want to miss Flight Centre's spiciest Asia sale yet with great savings for Japan, Thailand, Bali and beyond. Save up to $1,000 on Thailand, 40% off the Maldives, 20% off Hong Kong, $1,414 bonus value on Bali and up to $865 off Singapore. Don't miss out. These terrific deals won't last long, so book now. With over 90 stores in New South Wales, find your local travel expert and book today. Flight Centre. Have you uh, renewed our business insurance? Actually, I... <laughs> of course he hasn't. He hates paperwork. And you are? The Grim Renewer. Putting the ew into renewing insurance. Complicated quotes. Jargon. Time. Con- yeah, no, I've done it. Wait, what? I went online to bizcover.com.au, compared multiple policies, and got my business insurance pack in minutes. No dramas? Not with Bizcover. Uh, oh, sorry about your wall. All good. We're insured. G'day, it's old rivals Ben Hennett and Josh Morris. At Coates, you can hire whatever you want for the job, like a floor grinder. Or a floor stripper, eh? Or a road saw. <laughs> or an excavator. Or even a power drill. <laughs> what is that? Okay, Josh, you won this round. Hire any equipment for any job. Visit your nearest Coates or Bunnings Warehouse. Coates, equipped for anything. For over 40 years, Kubota have worked the Australian landscape and faced its challenges. From first light to sunset, our agriculture and construction range works with power and versatility that you can rely on. From our mid-size to professional tractors, dependable mowers, zero tail swing or conventional excavators and more. Kubota is building and shaping the future. Visit kubota.com.au or head to your nearest dealer to learn more. Say hello to Motorola Edge 30 Ultra. Hello, Moto. Capture your sharpest, most beautifully detailed photos in any light with a 200-megapixel camera system, the industry's highest resolution. Experience the fastest, most powerful Snapdragon processor. And fuel up in minutes with the fastest turbo power charging ever. Stunning, endless Edge design and breathtaking views on a totally immersive 6.67-inch display. Find your Edge with Motorola Edge 30 Ultra. Hello, Moto. This is 2SM Sydney. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. It is 12 minutes away from 6 at 6 o'clock. We'll update the news, as Bobby Dean was saying earlier. On a little bit cool out west, Bathurst at the moment. Minus one degree, heading for a top of 12. Broken Hill, 6 to 15. Tari, 3 to 21. Gunnedah, one degree, heading up to 19. And Armadale, two, up to 14 degrees. Pretty cool out there, Kieran. Very much so. And it's going to get colder. Now, have you been up to Rainbow Beach? No. But I will be in the not-too-distant future. When you're up that way? When I get back up over the border, I will be back up that way, yes. Well, Greg, that's a very big warning to you. Kieran's on his way. Be careful. Good morning.
Good morning. How are you? Not too bad. How are things at Double Island uh, Charters today? Mate, ab- absolutely awesome. I'm, I'm actually just steaming across the bar at the moment. It's, it's really, really good conditions. Yesterday was a bit breezier than forecast, but today there's about five knots of wind and no swell, so lovely. What are you chasing today? Um, probably head out a little bit wider and today and hopefully um, chase up a few reef fish. Um, we've just had the biggest week of the year in Rainbow um, Beach for um, fishing, actually. We've had the Rainbow Beach fishing comp on last week. Oh, cool. And um, some plenty of awesome fish weighed in. And, um, yeah, the fishing, fishing has been quite good. Just scrolling through your Facebook page, they certainly breed them big up your way. There's some yeah. massive fish on there. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, we we have a um, good time. I um, I actually didn't get to fish the comp myself as such this year. I had a couple of charters which weren't people from the comp, and then um, I also had to take my little bloke fishing. As you do. So, yeah, and he had a ball, best week of his life, he reckons. And and in a general sense, how's it been up there? Um, yeah, quite good. The the offshore fishing, the snapper are just starting to show up. We've just started to get that sort of for us really cold mornings, you know, um, into the single figures. Yeah, and um, that's sort of normally the start of snapper season. Um, but the reef fishing's been pretty good for. Um, your more coral reef fin fish, your, your tusk fish, your red emperor, pearlies and so on, have really good fishing lately. And That's terrible fish for the table. <laughs> yes. yes. No, we're, we're rather spoiled up here. Sort of, um, a, lot of, a lot of the time we, we don't even bother if we catch a yellow-tailed king or something like that. They're, um, they're a release fish. Oh, wow. Because we've got... We've got a lot better eating fish than, than them up here. Well, that's a good reason to get up there and, and book with you guys. And how can people do that if they're interested? Okay. Um, yeah, Kieran, my number is 0417 or um, they can also find me on Facebook, Double Island Point Fishing Charters. Yeah, do, do go and have a look at the Facebook page. There's some absolute ripper fish. Thanks very much for your time this morning and uh, be safe out there on the water as always. No problems. Have a good day, guys. Okay, buddy. Double Island Fishing Charters. Mm-hmm. How good is that? And really, go at and have Rainbow a look at Rainbow Beach. Yeah, at Rainbow Beach. Go and take a look yeah. at their Facebook page. There are some absolute, they look like dinosaurs. And he can fish. He can fish. Yeah. Let's go a little bit closer to home and head off to Renegade at Lake Macquarie. And I'm speaking of Facebook pages, Kieran. He spoke you... yesterday about Pool Bar Island. Mm-hmm. And he's going to talk. We'll ask him about about that today too, because he's been uh, fishing a lot of the uh, southern areas, and his Facebook page has got some massive fish as well. (laughs) Ah, It's all about the uh, way you hold your tongue. It is, I think, when you go fishing. Sometimes it's been great. You, You guys have been dragging in some massive things. Yeah, the jewfish and the lake and the flathead and everything's been really, really good lately, it has, that's for sure. So if we're heading out today, where would you recommend we go? Uh, In the lake, I'd go on the south side of Wanji, Pool Bar Island and sort of some of the bays to the um, southwest of Pool Bar and the lake for um, broom, flathead, jewfish, tailor and some reddies. 
And offshore, I'll sort of be heading um, to the southeast again, to the deeper reefs, you know, in anywhere from, say, 70 to 100 metres for some nice snapper and trag. And also, I'm going to fish in shallows on the weekend, and um, we'll be going for some reddies and some trag there. But I think the better ones are out a little bit deeper at the moment. So Overall, how's it been? Like, Are there plenty of fish out there, or do you have to work for it? I think it's quite good at the moment. There's plenty around at the moment, that's for sure. Yeah. Especially if you in the lake, if you can find the bait down the south end of the lake, it's sort of like, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of fish around to be caught there anyway, especially Flathead and Taylor in yeah. the daytime is quite good. And any special rigging you'd be using going for those Flathead and that brim down at that southern end? Uh, if you like flicking lures, the uh, 75 mil Samaki vibes are quite good. And you can sort of um, work the bait schools with them, which is, you know, really good. Or at the moment, you can, you know, in the night time fishing for brim, just the old, you know, mullet fillets, you know, strips and uh, lightly weighted baits in a burly trail are sort of very, very effective at the moment, that's for sure. So have you got charters on both days this weekend? Uh, on Sunday only. I'm doing a little bit of maintenance on the boat at the moment. So Tell me go- about it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, painting and polishing. Yeah, Isn't it's it all hoot? good, but yeah, <laughs> absolute it's all, hoot. It's all part of the deal. It's sort of yeah. got to love it. You show it a bit of love, and it shows you a bit of love, and doesn't stop. Then it doesn't. So that's all good. And that's- people have been getting out okay through uh, the the Swansea heads this this week. Hasn't there has been uh, wind, but it's mostly been coming from the west, so that wouldn't upset it too much. I wouldn't think. No, it's very, very calm. It's perfect. Ideal conditions for crossing the bar. It's sort of, yeah, it's been really, really good for that at the moment. It has been. So, yeah, that's not a problem at all. <laughs> yeah, it's just the amount of whales out there would be a bigger problem than anything at the moment. There's so many whales around out there. Yeah, you've spotted a few, have you? Yes. Yes, I went out whale watching last weekend on Sunday morning and I probably would have been about 50 just in a couple of hours out there that I've seen that was sort of, um, inshore and there's a lot of boats fishing around so um yeah it's got to be aware and alert of what goes on there then anyway that's for sure they have been coming in very very close this year too it was a a video on um youtube of a couple of surfers and there was a whale sitting right behind them and like we're right in the shallows there yep yep i've seen them last week along caves beach just like behind the breakers and then they've actually got to swim out to go around the bombies and the island off Swansea Heads, they do. They're sort of um, really, really close in. They are, some of them, that's for sure. Cool. If uh, anyone wants to book with Renegade, how should they do it? Uh, just send us a message on our Instagram or Facebook page or give us a call, uh, 0437 Hey, Brad, thanks so much for your time. Have a great weekend fishing. Thank you very much. You too. Take it easy. Thanks very much, Grant. Uh, Brad Eckham there from Renegade Charters. Well worth uh, checking him out and check out his Facebook page too, as I said, uh, leading into that. A lot of uh, great pictures there, Kizza. Yep, certainly. Uh, it's a good – Lake Macquarie's a great spot to fish, you know. It's commercial free. So, therefore, it's excellent, you know. There's still a couple of uh, – 
White Pointers live there. They think it's a good place to reside. A <laughs> couple well. of bull sharks feel that way as yeah, well. <laughs> plenty of bull sharks live there. Coming up shortly, we've got the last hour of the program uh, coming your way straight after the news. We'll be heading off to Crescent Head and get uh, some uh, fishing results uh, from their comps up there. Melinda Papey yeah. will join us, Paul Burt, and we'll check in with Salamander Bait and Tackle as well. But first. <laughs> 